Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. Friends, yesterday we began walking through the book of Acts together. This is a journey that is going to last some time. We have 28 chapters to get through. And there are so many interesting parts of the book of Acts that I'm looking forward to to us journeying through together. This is certainly a book of great power. And it shows us what the Holy Spirit can do in the lives of those who have, uh, who have given themselves wholly to the Lord Jesus Christ. When we come to the book of Acts, yesterday we identified the author and we identified the circumstance of writing. Verse 1 and verse 2. The writer is Luke. He says, I wrote the first narrative, Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach. That would be the gospel of Luke. Until the day he was taken up after he had given orders through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. Luke says that first narrative went all the way to the day that Jesus ascended. In verse 3, it says, after he had suffered, he also presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them for 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. So there are many people that ask questions about Jesus after his resurrection. What did he do for 40 days before he ascended into heaven? Well, Luke has just answered that question for you and me. Luke says he actually appeared to those followers of his for 40 days with many convincing proofs. Meaning that Jesus, time and time again, would would be in fellowship with his disciples, his apostles. They would see him. And by the time he ascended into glory in heaven, after 40 days, there was no doubt in their mind that the one who had, been, who had died on the cross had been resurrected from the dead. Now, you might ask yourself the question, well, what proofs convinced them? What did they see? Who did they hear from? And what did Jesus say to them? And these sorts of things. Well, I like to go over to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Because in 1 Corinthians 15, I believe we have a breakdown of how everything took place. In 1 Corinthians 15, the apostle Paul would write and say, Now, brothers, I want to clarify for you the gospel that I proclaim to you. You received it and have taken your stand on it. You were also saved by it. If you hold on to the message that I proclaim to you, unless you believed for no purpose. For I passed on to you as most important what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Isaiah 53, Psalm 22, speak of the suffering servant, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scripture. Psalm 16:10. you will not allow your holy one to see decay. Listen, verse 5, here are the proofs that convince. And that he appeared to Cephas or to Peter. You think to yourself today, when did Jesus appear to Peter? Well, the Bible tells us that Peter was one of the ones who got to the tomb first. And he looks in and he sees the the empty tomb. But he doesn't see Jesus then. Uh, We assume that he was in the room with the 11. The Bible tells us the 11 were there when Jesus comes into the room. So Peter would have saw him then. But when we think about this appearance 
to Peter. Uh, I believe in my heart the record of this is found at the end of the book of John. You remember the story where Peter after the resurrection of Jesus, becomes so discouraged, probably because of his failure in denying Jesus, becomes so discouraged that he tells the other apostles, I'm going fishing. Basically saying, guys, you know, I failed him. I messed up. I'm just going back to the fishing uh, to, to, the, to the fishing business. Uh, I, I've messed up so bad. Christ can never use me. And he goes fishing. And the Bible tells us that it's on that day, that Jesus shows up on the seashore, he cooks fish breakfast by a charcoal fire, and he restores Peter, asking him three times, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter becomes the great preacher of the early church, as we'll see in the coming days in the book of Acts. He appeared to Peter. Peter saw him, and Peter was convinced How do we know Peter was convinced? Think about the day of Pentecost. Peter, the one who denied him, now standing before the very ones who put him to death and proclaiming Jesus has not just died, but he resurrected. Also, we know in Acts chapter number three and four, they look at Peter and John and they say, these are uneducated and untrained men, but they had been with Jesus. Peter was a changed man because he saw The Lord Jesus Christ with his eyes. He even went so far as to say, we cannot deny what we have seen and what we have heard. This was Peter's words after the resurrection. He appeared to Peter. He also appeared to the 12. Think about those men standing in that upper room and how Jesus had appeared to them. How Jesus had stood before them and said, reach out and touch me to Thomas. Put your your fingers in the nail prints. Put your hand in my side. They had even... Uh, Jesus had even asked for something to eat. And and the reason Jesus does this is because if if they had any inclination that it was a hallucination or a ghost, well, Jesus is showing them that that he is eating. He is alive. A ghost can't eat. A, A hallucination can't eat. But Jesus takes fish. He eats with them. And so he appears to the 12. And they were convinced. We know that those men, they go to the ends of the earth taking the gospel and actually die martyrs' deaths, always proclaiming uh, that Jesus was resurrected, that they saw him with their eyes. Not just that, but he also appeared to 500 brothers at one time. So there was a day, it's not recorded in scripture, but there was a time that Jesus appeared to 500 people after his resurrection. Could it have been on the day of ascension? It certainly could have been. Could it have been another moment that's just not recorded in Scripture? It absolutely could have been. We remember that John says at the end of his gospel, Jesus did many other things that are not recorded. And he says, if I suppose if they were all written down, that all the libraries in the world couldn't contain the whole of what Jesus had done. And, and then Paul even goes so far as to say, and last of all, he actually appeared to me. And we know that he actually appeared to Paul on the road to Damascus. The great persecutor of the church becomes the great preacher of the church as Paul is converted. We also know that Jesus appeared to the likes of James. The Bible even says that in 1 Corinthians 15. It says he appeared to James. That would be the brother of the Lord Jesus Christ as he appears to James. And think of just the the, the change in his brothers. In the book of Mark and in the book of John, his brothers thought he was crazy. His brothers thought he was out of his mind. But after the resurrection, both James and Jude write books of the Bible. And James even becomes the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. We know that he appeared to Mary Magdalene. She was convinced. She 
ran back to the disciples and says, I have seen the Lord. So friends, we think about the proofs that convinced and the evidence is, 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 is insurmountable when you begin to think about all the people that Jesus saw post-resurrection and all the people that saw Jesus post-resurrection and how their lives were forever changed by it. And Peter says, this is validated proof. I have searched it out and I know for certain, Peter sa- or, or Luke says, that Jesus is risen from the dead. And the narrative has been placed before you, Theophilus. And it's up to you to believe it. And friends, I'll say the same to you today. Uh, there is ample evidence today of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In fact, some historians who have searched it out say it is an indisputable fact that Jesus did resurrect from the dead. And so today, because he resurrected from the dead, you have a choice to make. You have a choice to make to either believe it or deny it, to either receive him or reject him. For those of us who have received him, we have been saved. We've been born again. We are reconciled to a holy God and we have eternity to look forward to. For those of you who have rejected him, it's not too late to receive the offer of salvation. Come to Jesus. Be born again. Come to Jesus and experience the abundant life that you can only know through him. And friends, today, I pray that you would search out the scriptures as Luke put it in front of Theophilus. Search out these narratives. Read these things. This is the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time.